0: Scott Sanders You guys are so formal We are I mean, very, like You counted that in and everything
1: We counted that in We do things well in Australia, Todd yeah. We do things real well Now, yes. welcome to The One Thing A podcast designed to give you One solid practical tip For gospel-centered ministry every week And if you've tuned in That's right, you are hearing the voice of Todd Adkins Who you might have heard on 5LQ podcast. You might have heard on newchurches.com. Uh, you might have even I'm heard here. on carrying you off. You're on a lot of podcasts aren't you Todd? I like podcasts. They're you, fun. You do like podcasts. Yeah. and you're, This you're will of, be really fun. You're kind of on, on, on a lot of them aren't you? No. Nah, yeah <laughs> Now the one thing's brought to you with thanks to Geneva Push the Australian Church Planning Network and you press play on episode 26 Succession. Now, a critical part of leadership is recognizing that your fruit grows on other people's trees. Hey, that's my line. I know it's your line. We've ripped this straight out of your book. (laughs) Many churches are waking up to the fact, though, that every pastor is an interim pastor. But the truth remains that this maxim plays out at every level of your church's leadership pipeline, from the kids' worker all the way way up to the senior leader. Every role in local church is an interim role, and every leader is not successful until they've developed at least one successor. Now we talk lots about training in Australia, but I don't think we've been developing leaders that well, which is why we've invited uh, an expert on the topic of leadership development onto the show. All the way from America, our budget I is getting... I can hear
0: just from the, for, uh, just for uh, this, exa- man.
1: Exactly right. Our budget's getting huger and huger <laughs> to tell us the one huge. thing that we need to we know. Huge. We say huge. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> About succession planning. Now, let me just introduce Todd. He's the host of the popular 5LQ <laughs> podcast from Lifeway Leadership. He also is the director of Lifeway Leadership... Uh, in the United States and is responsible for a whole bunch of stuff at, uh, at Lifeway. It's great to have you here. It's good to be here. Now, I want to get right to the topic of se- succession because I've only got uh, 15 minutes. <laughs> now, you talk lots about poetry and plumbing. Yes. What do you mean? Why are both important when creating a leadership pipeline?
0: Well, I mean, you know, in the the church, we're really good. Leadership development is poetry and plumbing. It's the vision that inspires. It's casting that vision and invoking the heart. But you actually also have to have the systems and processes to deliver on the dream, the plumbing part. And we're really good, at least in the American church, at the poetry part and the proclamation. And uh, we don't always back that up with clear systems and processes to actually get people plugged in. And going. And oftentimes it might be clear to us, but it's not clear to our people. Or it's not compelling to our people. We may cast a vision of this compelling thing that we want you to do and you know, move you from Ephesians two eight and nine to Ephesians two ten and help you understand your God's workmanship and all this stuff and then we ask you to pass out a bulletin.
1: So you've been, in Australia, you, you, you've been in Australia for a week. Uh, are you seeing the same problems as you chat with church leaders yeah. about their leadership development systems or like thereof?
0: Totally. So this is our, our second year of coming in and doing Pipeline, uh, and we've done this now with just over 3,000 church leaders all over uh, the world. And one of the biggest things that we do is walk through leadership challenges, and everybody faces the same challenges. I don't care if your church is... 15,000, 1,500, or 150, or 15, um, everybody's got the same issue.
1: Yep, not enough time, uh, not enough
0: leaders. Yeah, we, we, a lot of times we say no for people, especially here. That's the biggest thing I've noticed uh, here in Australia is talking to pastors when they're wrestling through um, why they don't have a full leadership pipeline or why they're not developing people a lot of times they're saying no for people. Mm, mm. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I do. I do. And and the reality is we're not
1: we're not letting them you know do the things that God has called them to do. You know Ephesians two ten. God has purposed good works in them. And by us not asking as as leaders in the church, we're actually not giving them the opportunity
0: to actually do what God has designed them to do. Well, and a lot of what we ask them to do under the guise of serving is really housekeeping. Mm. It's really being part of a family, like hey, we're all in this together, we're a family, these are these are chores, and taking care of our own children, that's just part of being a family. That's not like your mm. great serving gift. I mean, you know, a, a lot of what God has meant for us to be in our community, we will never be unless we do really release every member out and help them to understand they've been sent, mm. that this isn't just something you come and do. We're not trying to build an audience. We're trying to build an army. It's one thing to gather people together, but you have to send them out.
1: Now th- that is great. What What has been really helpful this week is uh, is is hearing some of those uh, those helpful phrases uh, that that I that I love about uh, about Todd. Um, I, I want to press though into succession. Okay. Can you tell us what are the four types of succession?
0: Okay, so four types of, ex- of succession would be unexpected. So. That could be an emergency situation or, heaven forbid, somebody gets taken out of ministry for some type of failure. Um, one would be uh, you have a defined timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, that is usually when it, it could be something as, um, as simple as retirement, um, but it could be something a little bit different, like somebody goes out on maternity leave. That kind of blends into the third type, which is temporary succession, Somebody's gotta go take care of a family member um, or they have a new work assignment that's gonna really uh, take them out for a while. Uh, and then finally, you know, senior leader succession. And that is a unique type of succession. Um, but at least in the, the states, when we talk succession, we say the word succession, everybody assumes that you're talking about the senior leader uh, and it's really not helpful because succession is a natural part of leadership development. And really what you said in the very beginning, which I thought was very wise and very good. Succession at every level. That's what we need. Yeah, made. succession at every level that uh, everyone really is in an interim position. As pastors, we need to wake up to the sobering fact that we could die tomorrow from anything uh, or be taken out some other way of ministry. And honestly, it's just... A healthy thing to look behind you. So one of the things that I do in performance reviews and have done for years with anybody that reports to me, I ask them for their succession plan every performance review, Mm -hmm. and I take one to my boss as well. Because I'm like, I remember um, I just had just started working for Eric Geiger, uh, and we're doing a performance review. I bring my succession plan. He's like, "What is this? You just started. (laughs) What is this, bro?" And I'm like, "Well, uh, this is part of it. Should be part of every performance review." Um, Because you need to know how you're going to be succeeded, but how everybody in your area is going to be um, succeeded as well. They all need to have a plan too. That's leadership. Well, I'm going to give Todd a break for a moment so we can crack open
1: the One Thing Toolbox and see what resources are out there. Uh, that have a bearing on succession. Uh, so here's my top three must-have resources. I might even add another one. Uh, first of all, it, it's a white paper that's been prepared by Todd Atkins, Succession at Every Level, and you'll, you'll see I've ripped a little bit off that at the start. <laughs> uh, the second one is, uh, is a book by Bob Russell. Uh, transition plan seven secrets every leader needs to know you can get that on Amazon that's a, a great book uh, to dive into uh, into thinking about succession in the context of, uh, of ministry uh, also we'll put in the show notes a, a few blogs by uh, Todd Adkins uh, from the uh, 5LQ or Lifeway Leadership uh, website we'll add those in as well and then the last one is uh, I don't know if you've seen these 90 second videos they've got this cool perspect screen that Todd sits in front of uh where it draws a whole bunch of stuff but <laughs> i'll give you the uh, <laughs> i'll give you a link to succession nine box a really helpful 90 second clip that'll help you think uh, more into
0: this there's actually um a 90 second on every single one of those all nine too i don't know if it's posted yet
1: well that's that's like that's like 10 resources I that, know. that's like not a toolbox that's hey. like a sid chrome you know a whole set there that's too much all right. So we may give you those links, so you can keep diving into that as well. Well, let's get back to Todd, who's had a chance to think of more brilliant things to say by now. <laughs> now you talk about the process of giving away responsibility. Right. How does how does a busy pastor
0: church leader do this? Well, honestly, um, we we often think it's easier to do ourselves, and so. Uh, a lot of times we aren't good at giving it away because we'll just do it ourselves or we'll – worse, we dump on people. Mm-hmm. We just dump the responsibility on them. Um, recognizing it, – it's almost like if you have that view, it's either pride or power. It's either pride that I can do it better um, or it's power. No, my position is more important. Um, leadership should not be a position of power but responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, and taking on that responsibility is taking on the mantle of helping someone else do, be equipped to, to do that ministry.
1: Now, uh, what are the, what are the steps? So a pastor comes to you and says, "Look, I don't have time. Uh, I'm just not great at it. I'm, I've never been a developer. Um, right. I've I've always it's always stopped at me. I'm a doer. Um, what's the first step a, a, a pastor can take to move towards?" Uh, you know, perhaps not having the well-developed succession plan for every one of their staff right, members,
0: right, right. Well, but I, just,
1: just handing over some of that responsibility.
0: Um, first of all, it is that posture of responsibility and understanding that you're supposed to be a tour guide, not a travel agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a tour guide means I'm going to take you with me. Um, you know, I can remember um, my dad was pastor. I can remember he always had his voice. You know what I mean? Yep. These are younger guys that are coming along with him, watching him. Uh, do ministry, and eventually those guys become vocational pastors as well, just like my dad. And so what we did was kind of formalized that uh, into a visual framework, also just a, a four-step framework of, you know, I do, you watch, we talk. I do, you help, we talk. You do it. Now, I'm going to help you. We're going to talk about it. And finally, you're going to do it, and I'm just here to watch, man, and then I'm going to follow up. Um, that it's you know you, it's probably not new. You probably heard something like that before, but I think the important thing, more than anything, is the we talk part, mm. because really, um, most of the time when we give ministry away, it's transactional. It's not transformational, um, because it's just hey, here's some, here's a little bit of knowledge for you to how to do this. Uh, I may show you how to do it, maybe, um, but it's really the power of. Being intentional and following up and following through that those steps to say hey I'm, we're actually going to have feedback. So if I was giving away, it's it's if I was um, raising up a small group leader, of course that's going to take months. If it's how we set up the chairs, that's going to take weeks. Mm. I mean it's going to be a lot easier, but the same process is perfect because it's it's you doing it, them watching you talking. You're saying hey. This is why we set up the chairs this way. This is why we have we practice hospitality and people matter to God and us. And you know, whatever I, it is, it's I speaking often find in the that
1: same. in that talking out process, you actually you actually learn a heck of a lot more. In fact, I often find that uh, the people I'm working with often do things far better than how I would imagine <laughs> or, or, or work out.
0: Well, you you learn it better, and you also hold yourself more accountable to what you just said. Yep, you have to. I mean. Well, I don't guess you have to, but it sure sure should stir, stir your heart to be more in tune with what you just said. And if you repeat it often, like, okay, people matter to God and us and this is why we do this this way, the next time a new person walks in that door and you have something to do, you're going to drop what you do, you're doing and go meet that person.
1: Now thinking into church life, there are some things that just have to be done. Yeah. Know, they have to be done well. they have to be done you know excellent. Um, that's really hard to give those things away. You know the uh, the preaching, the preaching of uh, mm-hmm. of the sermon, the running of uh, a gathering. You know, if if it's done poorly, it, it impacts a whole bunch of stuff. How, you know, how can you use that simple framework to actually help people work into those roles of excellence?
0: Well, I mean, I do think that there's uh, different standards of excellence at different levels. Like, you could have a church of 800. Those, if that church of 800 is broken up into Multiple services you can get by with way more than if you have a gathering of 800. A gathering of 800 requires different levels of sound, you know, different levels of uh, ability to yep. MC up front, all those things. Um, but if it's if it's a smaller environment, I think people are more um, they're more open to a new guy coming in and doing some of those things. The big thing is helping by taking people along with you, mm. explaining what you're doing, why you're doing it. Uh, and I do think that often we use the excuse of excellence. It's an altar we sacrifice on instead of giving the ministry away. We sacrifice that because of pride, because of control, because of fear that they may do it better than I do mm-hmm. it. And then I won't be the guy anymore. Or, or time. It's easier for me to just do Myself. every week.
1: Excellent. Well, uh, you've given us lots to think about, and as I said, the show notes are going to be full of a whole bunch of, uh, uh, of, of of reading and listening that you can get into. This brings us to the end of another show. So, Todd, what's the one thing people should be taking away when it comes to thinking about succession?
0: You are not successful as a leader unless you can show me your successor, and you should have multiple throughout the course of your life. The f- it really is your fruit grows on other people's trees, and it's not that... Uh, I'm taking credit for something somebody else did. That's exact opposite. I'm raising people up and recognizing that my legacy is not something I do. It's going to be the people I develop. Perfect.
1: We just had Daniel do the one thing, and I kid you not, it must have gone on for about two minutes. So that's uh, succinct and sharp and tight. Excellent. Well, that's awesome. He's
0: Canadian. They talk too
1: much. They do. They do. Uh, That's awesome. Another show in the can. And if you like what you heard today, we'd appreciate if you take a moment to rate the show on iTunes and even leave a comment. In fact, Todd was the first person to leave a comment on our podcast uh, showreel. Now, how about 15 minutes? Uh, It felt like five hours of value. Or how about there's just no end of value in Scott's toolbox? Uh, Thanks for joining us for another episode of The One Thing. Coming up in our next episode, how to use Facebook for your church. We'll have Gus McHale on the show, who's an expert in helping churches think through the systems needed to make the most of that big front door Mark Zuckerberg has built for us. Well, I'm Scott Sanders, and you've had the pleasure of listening to Todd Adkins. (laughs) Chat soon.